Hello everybody! And welcome back, or welcome to Gals Gals on the the Pitbull season finale! I actually can't believe we're at the season finale. I know! It's only been six months we've been at this, by the way. Well, I'm proud of us. I think we've come a long way. Yeah, we have. And, like, not doing it for the last month while we've been busy with uni. Yeah, we've been exam seasoning. It's felt so wrong. It has felt very wrong. Even setting up now and, like, doing the laptop and pressing play and stuff was, like... I know. What the fuck? Yeah. But we're back! But we're back! And for those of you who are just tuning in now, I'm Jasmine. I'm Catherine. Welcome. Yeah. This is our fun little space on the internet. Yeah, where we chat shit. Exactly. And this time, we're doing it Christmas style. Yes! So we have Abu Dhabi to recap on. Yes. Because that was right at the start of exams. It was. So we missed filming that because we were both extremely busy. But not too much happened. No, it wasn't a really eventful race. And then we're going to go over some end of season highlights. Yeah, our highlights. And our under £5 F1 gift exchange. Yes, which... For those of you watching the video, which I would recommend watching the video this week because we've we look got a festive. really good festive setup going on here. Yeah. Um, it's probably the nicest our setups ever look. Oh, and will ever look until we get managers in a studio. A set. Yeah. But <coughs> just, you know, hinting at any. <laughs> anyone's watching that fancies employing us. Oh, get us on your roster. <laughs> I will happily leave uni. Yeah, do you know what? After this next semester, sign me off. If you pay me enough, I will leave. Actually, don't have to. Just enough. Like, it doesn't even. As long as enough I can, to live on. Yeah. Pay the rent. Chilling. <laughs> and we did just watch the um, drivers. Secret, Secret Santa. Santa. Yeah. So we're gonna do a little ever thoughts on that. This is right. so exciting. Ooh. Better uh, jump back to Abu Dhabi. Yes. So, Just to start sure. off the Abu Dhabi weekend, there was 10 rookies who did free practice one and two. Yeah. I can run through them. Yeah. Yeah. So, for Red Bull, we had Jake Dennis and Isaac Hadjar. Mm-hmm. Then Mercedes had Frederick Vesti. Ferrari had Robert Schwartzman. McLaren had Pato O'Ward. Pato. P- Pato. I know, sorry. I used to say Pato. Well. So sorry. Correct me. I'm um, a fan. There we go. It's so difficult to like know. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless you've like heard them say it, like it's so difficult. Then Aston Martin had Felipe Drogovic. Yep. Alpine had Jack Doohan. Mm-hmm. Williams had Zach O'Sullivan. Alfa Romeo had Theo Pacheri. And Haas had Ollie Behrman. Yeah. So we had quite a few rookies in free practice. The only thing I'll say about practice is the practice with the 10 rookies went more smoothly than the practice with the yeah. 20 full-time drivers. Yeah. So, I mean, it says a lot about the rookies. I feel like I had notes somewhere, but they're probably long buried yeah. in my many ADHD notes on my phone. <laughs> I just noted down all of the rookies because I thought it was really interesting because obviously the teams have to run a certain amount of practices with their rookies. And I guess they knew by Abu Dhabi there was nothing at stake at that point, so we may as well chuck them all in yeah. there. Put all of the reserves in. They'd already burnt the cars up enough, so... It's very interesting ahead of next season's... Definitely. ...total rearrangement when all the contracts are up to see which one of these rookies work they win. Because a lot of them, so they've been in F2 this past year. Yeah. Obviously, so 201. Yes. So that's him out of F2. Yeah. But a lot of the others... for those of you that don't know, once you've won... That's it. ...F2, you cannot compete again. 
because the idea is to hopefully then get you into something else yeah into a different form but alongside that some of the others have also left because you also have to fund yourself yeah it's not like formula one where you're like backed so it's a lot of money to spend and so a lot of them have left so i think vesti's left yep also interestingly about the f2 championship just a little fun fact okay so teo pacera he won yep but he only won one race the whole season insane i think frederick vesti won seven if i'm right so that shows you consistency is key. But controversially, it means that Fred Vesey, he's the reserve for Mercedes. Yeah. Because he's shown more promise in terms of like high achievement. He's getting in with the bigger team. That's true. Whereas Teo's with Alfa Romeo. Or, yeah. Sorry, they're not Alfa Romeo anymore. They're, um, what was it? Stake F1 team kick Cyber. How do we feel about that, everybody? It's so bad. Cyber. It's not. It, yeah, everyone's going to call it Cyber. No point in having title sponsors if no one's going to say them. Yeah. Cyber. Yeah. So I think that's really interesting. But yeah, I think Fred Vesey's left. Jack Doohan's definitely left. Yeah. I want to say there's others that have gone. But yeah, it's interesting. So they're all hedging their bets, I think. Yeah. Because I think it was Jack Doohan or someone had had offers from IndyCar and other racing series and had turned them all down. He's really banking on... I think it was Jack Doohan. Yeah. So I, yeah, he's obviously holding out and hoping that he's going to pull an Oscar Piastri and get his way in. It's definitely going to be a silly season. Yeah. I actually do think that Jack Doohan will get his way in, but we'll save I that so. for, He's a good driver. for pre-season predictions. Definitely. Then, quality. Yeah. Q1. I, do you know what? I really didn't have too many notes for the whole weekend, I think. We Esty Bessie, he was ill. Oh, so yeah. So he missed media day. And so he came did. back, but he was ill. You're right. Important note for Esty Bestie. The only important thing that really happened... Or a couple of things in Q1. Logan Sargent. Two great laps. Both of them, he goes out of track limits at turn one. And literally his second flying lap, he was up in fourth, which is probably the best he's ever done. Break. And I was screaming. I was like, yes, <laughs> come on. The arc of Logan Sargent hater to Logan Sargent fan has been severe yeah, this season. and it's happened to us both. Yeah, and I was actually, I could have cried. Yeah. I could have actually cried. It was heartbreaking. Bless. I felt so bad for him. And they... He could have done another lap, but Williams didn't give him enough fuel in the car to do another lap. So he could do another lap. Very, very annoying. And also Yuki was... Yuki, my man! Point one two six seconds behind Max. He was in fourth. He was in fourth. And do you know who was in fifth? Albono. Yeah. What a season for Albono. He's actually had a good you know. It has been really impressive. Especially in the Williams. Like, everyone's like, oh, he's driving the Williams. But, like, they were quick this year. Yeah. I'm hoping that they keep improving from this season. Oh, I hope so. Fingers crossed. And the other important thing from uh, Q1, we lost Carlos. (laughs) And that's his... So he had an 83 race streak of not being eliminated in Q1. And that was broken. And Charles was only in P10, which isn't... Shocking. Not very good. So we were not hopeful for Ferrari that weekend. We really were not. Yeah, and Ferrari kind of fucked Carlos. He basically went out too late because he had a front wing problem and he got caught in traffic. So it yeah. just knackered it for him. Never mind. Q2? <sighs> Nothing. I stopped. I just said that Lando was quick. Oh, and that Grussell knocked out Lewis. Oh, which means so he did. That for qualifying this season, 11 apiece. Is it? Fun fact. Lovely. And then Q3. It was not really any... I literally Ferrari stink. Yeah, there was nothing really too eventful. Like, it kind of just was a bit of, like, a repeat of the weekends we've seen throughout the like, season. Charles said he thought he did a really good lap, but he was uh, second down. 
Right. So. Never mind. And McLaren were looking like they were going to be the main challenger to Red Bull. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, Checo had a big wobble in turn one, which cost him loads of time. And he was complaining mm. about drivability. And only four tenths was separating P4 to P10 in Q3. It was very, very it close. It was a close one. Oh, and Lando, another, another qualifying with another mistake. Yeah. He's doing a stunning lap and then he clipped the curb. Lost loads of time because he had this massive wobble. Not good at all. So it cost him P2. Well, actually cost him... Uh, it's not the first time Lando's cost himself pole by making a mistake in that final fast lap. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Lando. We can only hope that next season's better. This has kind of been his, like, incline season. Yeah, so many P2s. A win has to happen. Oh, my God. It's cooking. It is cooking. It's also the first time Lando's been out Qualified by a teammate in Abu Dhabi. And also check with a lap later, which demoted him to ninth. Woohoo. <laughs> but yeah, that was about it. Yeah, that's pretty much it for Quali. Oh, and Alex has beat Logan 22 to zero in qualifying this season. Which, do you know, like, with Logan being a rookie, it's like, okay, you could understand he would be worse than Alex, but then when you're in a rookie season with an Oscar Piastri, it's like, ooh. Yeah, but to not even get him in one. I know. Because he's, like, been close to it. He has. Like in Abu Dhabi, but it's not. I know. Making Bless these silly mistakes. Him. I really hope he has a better season next season. Me too. I'm a Logie Sarge fan now. <laughs> if he ends up not getting a seat at the end of 24, I will cry. Right. I've emotionally invested myself into this now. Yeah, we're on course with Love him. Love you, Logan. I actually debated buying Logan Sargent merch the other day. I also did. I was like, oh, a wee Logan Sargent cap would be quite nice. Right. Williams have a nice blue as well. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been on the edge, teetering on the edge. Yeah. Maybe I'll Christmas treat myself. You should. The Grand Prix. The race. Admittedly, we have had to sit back and watch the highlights to refresh what happened because yeah. not that much happened. No. And you will have to also take into account this was, what, three weeks ago? Something like that. Oh, God, it's been so long. (laughs) It's been the longest three weeks of my life. It has been a good while, guys. So, the start, Charles and Max. Yeah. That would look so promising for about five seconds. Yeah, it was like the first, like, lap or two where, like, there were great battles between Max and Charles. Like, they had some really good racing. Like, it made the race seem so promising at the start. And I'm so surprised Charles didn't get the overtake done because it was looking so strong. It was. It um, totally was. I don't think Max was expe- expecting that pressure from Charles either. No. Probably caught him a bit off guard. I think it did. So that was a bit fun. Especially, like, you have to consider the Ferraris were so bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Qualifying, they were like, stinking. They were horrible. So I don't think anyone was expecting the pace that they brought. Although Charles did qualify... MP2. He did. He so managed he did to pull, pull it, it back. Yeah, he managed to pull it back at the last minute. Fastest but... man on one lap. Just saying it. Wow. But then I have nothing to lap seven. Yep. And it was just Russell and Oscar had a nice wee battle. They did. George was trying to go around the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't make it stick till lap 11. And that was the battle for fourth. Yep. Bit of fun. It is. A little bit of fun. The next note is Lando's terrible pit stop. So Lando's up in third, I think. Mm-hmm. And this was a crucial pit stop because George yeah. was going to be coming in at the sort of same time. And this is who he was battling. Because yeah. George actually had some fucking pace on him. He did. He was going quick. So this pit stop needed to be good. And McLaren hold the world record. So exactly. This is their this is their thing. They can pull it at 1.8. 5.1 seconds. Definitely not a 1.8. Like the, it was the most painful 5.1 seconds of my yeah. life. <laughs> watching that car sat there. Right. And like... I. Vaguely remember Lando's post race interview that he just couldn't get it into gear or something. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like the actual pit stop was messed up, it was the car and getting the car going again. Yeah. 
don't know what happened but that was tragic and inevitably that cost him the podium yeah because like if you have a bad pit stop at the first one it's like you can't really make it back and it was a close race like most of the racing was pretty yeah it was all pretty condensed yeah so yeah it was a bit disappointing that early on never mind and then i've got lap 15 yeah so pierre basically ruined it going into the corner so he essentially brake tested hamilton yeah which is what i've seen anyway that's my personal opinion lock up or brake test well leave whatever floats your boat (laughs) but hamilton got a bit of wing damage from this and then gasly basically was on the radio complaining for the next few laps that lewis hit him Actually, like, I know Lewis wines a fair bit, but oh my God, Pierre, I don't think he's ever been like, oops, sorry. No, never. He's like, ah, it's right. he's like I hate that guy. Like, what? Just be like, oh, oh well. Honest. Because it's like, I get in the heat at the moment as well, being angry, but oh, he, for sure. he carries it through to the post race. He's on the Instagram stories afterwards, posting videos. people like it's a 15 year old girl on Snapchat. <laughs> okay, Pierre. Honestly. Then the next lap jumps up to 38. Yeah. So I don't know what happened between lap 15 and lap 38, but clearly nothing of we interest. We can only assume it was max dominance because I do feel that's what it was. I mean, if we've missed anything important, you can let us know. But... Oh, do you know what we have? <gasps> Mr. Yuki Tsunoda. Oh, God. He led laps. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yuki Tsunoda, the Yuki, number 22, led two or three laps of the grand prix or yeah. more than that don't know but it was thrilling more than one lap of the grand prix <laughs> come on now come on unreal show from uk yeah that was his uh, highlight of the season yeah it's up there for me it was pretty stunning it was unreal i was like oh, i know realistically max is gonna take it back but like I oh know, my god but it was so exciting was to win abu dhabi 23 i think i would have thrown up like yeah. i actually would have been so excited it was a good moment. It was so good. It just sounds like there's someone outside the window. <laughs> just the Taco Bell bend. Hello. <laughs> yeah, and then lap 38. So Fernando, he is like, he just goes a bit wide. And then basically he slows down because he wants Lewis to go in front of him so he can then get DRS. Yeah. But it looks a little bit more like Fernando's brake check, Lewis. So Lewis is not having a good time. He's yeah. being shafted in yeah. this race. Yeah, Lewis really, he was uh, stopped and started a few times. But it was kind of, kind of funny from Fernando, it was, to be it honest. It was a little bit funny. But jokes. Yeah. He's such a clever man. <laughs> and then Carlos just kept dropping. Yeah, lap 46 was kind of the start of the end for Carlos, really. <sighs> because what happened... Oh my God, this is me trying to bring this back from memory. So he was on hards. Yeah. And then they pitted him and put him on hards again. Yeah, they did. But if you don't know this, uh, the kind of rule about... So you have to pit once, that's rule. Yeah. And you have to use two different tyre compounds. So they pit him and put him on hards again. And I went, what the fuck? Because they were going to... Everyone was on a one-stop. Or most people were on a one-stop. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Basically, cars got shafted by this two-stop. And then, so they at the end, they hadn't pitted him. So what they did was pitted him with, like, two laps to go and retire the car. Yeah, Because they'd, they'd cocked it up. Not only had they cocked up Carlos's race... They cost them P4 in the championship yeah. and inevitably cost themselves 
P2 in the contractors. Yeah. It was so stupid. I don't know what happened. No. And, like, the thing is, their strategy's been fairly sound the last few races. Like, it really... I thought they were on the up and up, but this, I don't know what happened with them. They were clearly focusing on Charles and just kind of abandoned Carlos. It was was really poor, actually. It was. It thinks... Like, Ferrari make it very hard to be a Ferrari fan. They do. It's a troubling life that we live. I just feel conflicted all the time. Yeah. They've given me trust issues. Deep-rooted trust issues. I'm going to become a McLaren fan. I'm going to convert. <laughs> Williams fan? Oh, I mean, that sounds good to me. Then lap 47, Checo and Lando have contact, which resorts in Checo getting a five-second penalty. Because basically, Checo just didn't turn. He just thought, nah. He just kind of stopped. So Lando turns and just Checo's there and yep. hasn't moved. Yep. Which is obviously not allowed, so... That was great. Yeah, so he got a five-second penalty, but that kind of, like... That shook things up. the race, yeah. Because Checo was up in P3. Yeah. And Charles was in P2. And basically what Charles did, he was big-braining this, mm-hmm. because, you know, Carlos and Charles are their own strategists. Yeah. Charles decided, okay, well, if Checo's got this five-second penalty... He's going to drop places, which means George, who's currently in P4, is going to move up and get those extra points. Yeah. Because at this point in the constructors, the difference between Mercedes and Ferrari was three points, I think. Three yeah. or four points. So Charles goes, right, if I let Checo in front of me, hopefully he can get far enough ahead to be out with the five seconds. Yeah. He just did it a bit too late, though. Yeah. So unfortunately... Like, it was a really good call, but it would have worked better if it was sooner. Yeah, he left it a bit too late and it didn't work out, so... Checo was bumped down and yeah yeah it was really disappointing because like it was. Charles really like he was willing to sacrifice his P2 because yeah actually all Charles goes about is winning yeah so he was ready to sacrifice that P2 to get Ferrari P2 in the constructors but mm-hmm. never mind heartbreaking next year yeah uh, yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> we can only <laughs> and then Yuki's yeah. driver of the day Yuki. I voted My Yuki man, I did. I yeah. also voted Yuki. I think we were all, the day. we're all pretty chuffed yeah, with that. Yeah, he led the laps. He led laps. And then Alpha Tauri, Yuki Sonoda led the race. I want more of that next season. Me too. Well, I think we'll get it because they're turning that Alpha Tauri basically into this year's Red Bull. Yeah, allegedly. Mm. I think they are. Well, I sent you a picture of... Oh, you did? So what the AlphaTauri rear wing, I think it was, was like at the start of the season and what it looked like at the end of the season. Yeah. And it's slowly morphing into the Red Bull. Yeah, it like morphed into the Red Bull. They even had the, um, like the arrow yeah. down the back of the car had like shifted to... So that was interesting. Yeah. Just saying. For Red sure. Red Bull Conspiracy Club. We're back. Brown. We're in session. Also, the battle for P4, because it was a four-way driver battle for P4 in the championship yeah. between Carlos, Charles, Lando and Fernando. Yeah. Um, so it was Charles that got it? I think it was. Fact-checking. I think it was. Basically, I really wanted it to be Carlos because it's the only non-Red Bull to win a Grand Prix yeah. this season. And I feel that he deserves it a little more, you know, because he's been putting in the work. Like, yeah, his car might have blown up a few times. <laughs> Okay. It's not his fault. It's not. It's not his fault. I feel that he's been the more consistent Ferrari this year. Yeah, I would agree. But in our season highlights, I've got things to go into on this. Okay. Driver standings. Here we are. Come on, your wife needs to pull through. I'm so sorry. It's so terrible. It can't cope with like more than one thing. Huh? No, it can't. That's why I had to turn the TV off at the wall. 
I believe I can see it on the preview. Lando was sixth, Carlos was seventh. So it was either Charles or Fernando in P4, but I think okay. it was Charles. Yeah, it would have been because Charles finished that race highest up. Mm. So Charles got P4 in the championship. It was a bit fucking jammy. Yeah. But oh well. Never mind. So that was a bit disappointing. I really wanted it to be Carlos or Lando, to be fair, with all yeah, those P2s. Yeah, that's true. Hello, a little post-production note. Uh, Fernando finished fourth and Charles finished fifth. They had the same points, but Fernando had more podiums, so he was fourth in the championship. We got it wrong. Max now has the third most wins in F1 history, and he also led a thousand laps in one season. Which is mighty. Like, we can shit on Red Bull and we can shit on Max, but, like, he is an incredible driver. Like, Uh, that's insane. Also, after the race, Max did a wee interview talking about the RB19, and he cried, (laughs) talking about being the last time of him driving it. This might have been before the race, actually. At some point in the Abu Dhabi weekend, he cried in an oh. interview, and actually, like his voice sort of broke, and it made oh, me I didn't quite see emotional. That. Oh my god, oh, it made stop. me so emotional. Bless I'm going to have to him. go and look that up. I do love Max, and also after the race, Checo got someone to the stewards for slagging them off on the radio. <laughs> so funny. Don't think he just came had an it. absolute stinker of a race, and he was a bit raging about his penalty. So, but it's funny, and that was the end of Alpha Romeo. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Steak F1 team kicks out. <laughs> Actually, must be the worst so team name. Silly. Worst team name in F1 history, surely. Yeah, because we thought like Hass, Money, Gram, whatever was bad, but like at least whatever AlphaTauri comes up with now isn't going to be as bad as that. Racing Bulls in comparison is way better. Oh, so much better. Just saying. Yeah. So yeah, that was Abu Dhabi. There's your last and final 2023 Gals on the Pit Wall. Race review. I'm quite emotional. That's the end of my first season. I know. It's the end for you. This was your first cast. This time last year, I didn't know anything about F1, nor could I have predicted the trajectory of this year for me. I know. It's been quite insane. And to think this all started with a cocktail night. (laughs) And then next year, it's like a cult. We'll indoctrinate more people into it. Oh, we have to. That's what I've been doing now. Yeah, I was indoctrinated. Now I have got a group of people involved. Next year, it's the start of the season slash launch party for season two yeah gas in the pit exactly and we're gonna get our f1 fantasy league up and oh, running oh yeah i think i got p2 in the end this yeah year. i was just after you yes. there we go that's my biggest achievement next year i'm winning oh bold claim now i know what's going on but it'll I'm be winning. fun to see like how our listeners come out because they might be more skilled than us nah no chance <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> it's mine. I'm going to win this. Okay. Well, she said it now. She can't take Put it Put it out there. I refuse. So, do you want to got our little under five pound secret silent? Should we do that? And then yeah. get into our season highlights? Perfect. And we can just describe it for our audio listeners. Perfect. Wrestling. Oh, Jesus. Christ. Just knocked over a nutcracker. Ta-da. Ta-da. Thank you very much. So, yeah, under five pounds. Bit of yes. a difficult budget. It was an extremely difficult budget, I won't lie. Don't know why we made life hard for us. I know. Cost of living crisis and all that. Well, that's it. But if you have been listening for a little while, you'll know that we decided to do an F1 under £5 Secret Santa for each other. And here we are. Exciting. Do you want to go first? Okay. Cue the rustling into the microphone. ASMR. ASMR Oh my goodness. What is going on in here? Oh! <gasps> Oh my god, you didn't. I did. <gasps> Shut up. Merch. Guys. Gals Woo. in the pit wall tote bag. <gasps> this is stunning. <laughs> this oh is the, the surprise launch of the merch. 
<laughs> buy them <laughs> if enough people want them <laughs> we, we want multiples now this is so cool thank you so much no did you do the ironing thing no no oh. no i paid someone else to do it oh. you mental i had a bit of a crisis with a christmas present the other week where i had to iron it and I burn over the top. Yeah, I just accepted there's no way I was achieving that on my own. That was too complicated. Literally. <gasps> You're joking. Flying saucers! Jazz's favourite. <gasps> I'm feral for these things. Probably Thank the only so person much. in the world who's feral for flying saucers. Oh, I love them. Oh, delicious. <laughs> Thank you so no much. Worries. I'm really bad at like reacting to presents because my outside demeanor does not reflect my inside feelings. Yes. It's the tism. Mine has a little backstory to it. I love a story. Yeah, I'll wait till you see it and then you can. God, there's layers to this. Yeah, sorry. You can probably just slide out the top. Yeah, so it's a little print that you can pop on your wall or you can frame. So this is the 2023 season helmet and signed print. That's so cool. I thought this is your first year in Formula One. This is your first driver cast in Formula One. And this is just a little something to like remember your first season's cast by. Thank you very much. No I, I love it. I have like a whole mishmash of things on my wall so I can put it up. Yeah. My, next to my Charles poster. Show the viewers. So funny because before we were filming this, I was literally like, oh, I'd, I'd love to get a tattoo of one of the helmets. Yeah. Because I think it'd be Literally, sick. we were just talking about that. You'll have to show the viewers. Yeah. Although it's a bit dark. Well, maybe. They might be able to see it with the light though. We can always Instagram Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you go over to the Instagram, we can pop those up. Thank you very much. No problem. That was a little wholesome segment. It was. That was so cute. We did better than the drivers and their secret Yeah, we Some did, of them yeah. were per Charles. <sighs> Please, Charlotte. can we just talk about Charlotte for a second? If you've not seen it yet, you might want to skip past this bit because yeah. spoilers. But basically, Charles had Joe. Yeah. Charles gives Joe Valtteri Bottas's ass, ass calendar. calendar. But like, first of all, of course she's already got one because that's his teammate it's a, yeah it's Duh. his teammate obviously and I also feel like Charles probably got one for free uh, yeah I reckon this was gifted by Valerie and he's re-gifted it. so obviously Joe was like oh, I don't really want it because I've got one so yeah. he sort of signs it and drew a picture and sent it back to Charles who then signed it again and sent it back to Joe so awkward like, oh, he put no effort into that well, it's the same as like giving your own merch yeah like Yuki gave Lance a hat from his own collection which I mean granted Yuki's collection's so expensive that the hat was probably True. worth it in the end but like I mean don't cop out yeah like I would have rather oh this is like Daniel so Daniel had Oscar yeah. Daniel gives Oscar a koala t-shirt and some sweets at least give the boy some enchante in all fairness though I do feel that this was an awkward one to have pulled. Yeah, it was a bit like... Because this is... He's having to give a gift to the boy that kicked him out of his seat. And the better Australian driver of the season. Terrible. Like, that's poor. You have to Rookie of the year, Oscar Piastri. And the thing is, we know Daniel can give good gifts because he had Esteban last year and he got him, like, a customised Marvel kit thing. So, like, we know Daniel can gift. Like, you can tell there was no thought put in because he doesn't like him all that much. I think it's different giving something, like, an item from your own countries. For example, what Joe did for Yuki. Yeah. Where it was an apron with a really cool dragon print on it and a Chinese cookbook. Yeah, that's cool. that, yeah. that sharing part of your own culture. As well as being personalised for you. He's given another Australian a koala t-shirt. 
and some chocolate. <laughs> like that's so pure. <laughs> for Oscar, I mean, he's got a, quite a, like a monotone, like laid back demeanor anyway. Yeah. So he didn't have to try and force like. No, wow! like, yeah, he was still like, just a bit, like grateful, but it must have been a bit like defeating. Like that's a shame. Yeah. Getting plus. gifted that. Never mind. But no, there's some there's some good ones. Um, Alex gave Checo some Williams baby stuff for yeah oh that was really so and Checo cute. actually was really grateful and was like yeah my daughter yeah. will wear that I know because like when he was sorting through he goes oh that's for my daughter so this is my new conspiracy that is now foreshadowing that Checo's going to end up at Williams there you go up and coming team it's written in James the stars James Vowles is switching the things up in Williams at the moment so I think he'd be quite good in the Williams to be honest I, I reckon he would be okay if it's got a bit of pace to it I yeah. mean it's now a We'll call it... A, well, they came seventh this year. They did, yeah. So we'll call it a mid-table car now. Hmm. Yeah. Better than Alpha Terry. That's true. Probably is a fate better than if, say, next season, Daniel gets swapped with Checo and they mm-hmm. try to put Checo in the Alpha Terry. Going to the Williams is probably better shout than being in the Alpha Terry, depending on the, if it's the, the Rocket RB19. Because Checo might thrive in that, actually. I feel like him and Albono would be good team- teammates. Ooh. Although I still think Albono's going to go elsewhere, but anywho. Yeah. But yeah. F1 driver's secret silent. Successful. Actually, the best one was Max's. Yeah, his was pretty good, actually. Yeah. I'm trying to think what it was again. <laughs> I thought it was good. It was like... Oh, he did the book for Valerie that was like yeah, an art book. Yeah, it was like a personalised book. Valerie in his butt in all the pictures. On all of the pages. So that was nice. Yeah, it was. That one was And good. Valerie's pretty chuffed with that. Yeah. No, there was some nice ones. Pierre got a tripod. <laughs> and he goes, no, oh. I have two. Actually gives me the bow, man. <laughs> it doesn't even make me laugh. I'm just like, oh my god. It is a bit like full of dread. Straight white man humour. Oh <laughs> god. Honestly. Never mind. We've gotten to the end. Yep. Season highlights. Season highlights. So we've broken this down into a categories. And then we've also got our personal top five moments so our categories are most overrated most underrated Underrated. biggest surprise and worst crash and then just top five highlights overall yeah should we go for most underrated yeah i personally think that the most underrated this year was yuki okay yeah because he doesn't drive a good car that alpha terry is not infamous for being a top running car but he had it up there he led the laps he was consistent in his point scoring. It might not have been big points, but it was still consistent. So I am, I'm going to say Yuki. He held that team together this he year. He did. Throughout all the he shit. really carried it. But they had like four other drivers in the car at some point. Yeah, so. so. Mine is, I feel like people are going to holly debate this. I have two. Charles Leclerc and Lewis Hamilton. Now, this is, like, I'd say, a controversial pick because obviously they're highly rated. But in terms of this specific season... I'm going to say they're underrated and I've got justification. Charles had very few races where something didn't go wrong. There's a thread on Twitter somewhere and I couldn't find it and they literally mapped out everything that's happened in all the races. The fact that this man finished where he did in the driver's standings. I suppose. Phenomenal, despite where this has like, all gone wrong. Yeah. But actually, Lewis Hamilton, third in the driver's standings. Yeah. He was not talked about really at all this season. He was just consistent didn't win anything. That's true. Didn't really have many podiums either, to be honest. No. And still somehow is in P3. And I think that that speaks volumes for the talent that that man has. I'll agree with Lewis. I won't agree with Charlie. 
I can't because he gets so much hype and he's not been consistent at all this year, really. I still think he's done a, a really good job. Thumbs down. But that's my controversial picks. And then most overrated? George Russell. Yeah. He, like, everyone's like, oh, it's George. Like, the Mercedes He's going to take savior. over from Lewis. But, like, where was he this year? Yeah. Also, I'm going to put Checo into the mix. Okay. And it does feel like we're we're picking on them because these are probably two of the most unlike drivers on the grid, I would say, in my personal opinion. Probably. But my justification for Checo is actually from Alex Albon's interview. And he put it into perspective that Checo this season has done worse than what Alex did in the Red Bull. And Alex has been booted out. That's so true, actually. And I think because I wouldn't have said Checo before watching that interview with Alex. And now I'm like... Oh, that's actually a good point. Yeah. I see this now. Yeah. So maybe. Although he was shat on this year, so I can't come yeah. overrated, overrated. And but I also, in the Red Bull Conspiracy Club that I am the president of and founder of. And only member, currently. <laughs> yeah, but it's irrelevant. I personally think that Checo was instructed sabotage. to sabotage his race pace. I don't think that he's done that off of his own accord. It is a bit suspicious that he did start off so strong and then it just was like... Because he won a few races at the start of the season. I just think that there's no good way he's done it all on his own. Because even if it was to be Red Bulls won every race of the season... If it was Red Bulls plural, I could have gotten behind that. Yeah. Because if it was a really good battle between the two of them to see who was going to win the championship, fun. I'll get behind that. It's fun to see someone that's not Max win. But it wasn't. Yeah. And I think it was intentional. But you know It will be fun to, like, in the future to tell the younger generations of F1 fans that we witnessed F1 in the Max Dominance era. That's true because we missed the Lewis Dominance era because we are newer viewers yeah. to the sport. So And also like all these records that Max and Rebel have broken this season. It's, it's, like, it's unreal. As much as you, like we like to sit and shit on them, like it is impressive. It is very uh, impressive. There's no words to describe how amazing it's been. Yep. Very true. And then biggest surprise of the season, what's yours? Mine is Daniel Ricardo breaking his wrist. Yeah, okay. Because uh, he's an old driver. He knows to take his hands off the steering wheel if he's going to hit the wall. That it, was a shock to me. It was a big surprise considering he'd been back, well, like, two races. Exactly. This man had come back two races and he's off because he broke his wrist. Because not only has he come in mid-season as a replacement for Nick who got fucking yeah. booted out, which is still a shame. <laughs> big shame. Then it all goes tits up anyway. Yeah, so... My biggest surprise actually adds on to that because mine was Liam Lawson. Yeah, he was class. He Not was only so good. him coming in was a big surprise yeah. to replace Daniel, like, all of that happening, but how well he did. He did so well. Getting points. Right. Like, those four races were phenomenal. If he is not in a car or assigned by the end of 2024, I'm riding. Facts. Unless he's replacing Logan. Then we'll be riding for another reason. But, like, Liam needs to be in F1. Yeah, he does. No and doubt about he's it. proven his skill. Although then you could have the other side of the argument, which is the whole Nick DeVries. That was one driving race, for Yeah, true. Liam had, what, four? Yeah, Liam had four and he was consistent in each race. And he got them points. Yeah. So, so we know that he can do it. Like, Nick DeVries had one amazing race. Like, we can't take away from that. Like, it was a really great race. And I don't think he was given enough time to show himself. So it just made me think of the fact that Logan came 21st in the driver standings. <laughs> Bless <laughs> In a sport that only has 20 drivers. Oh, my God. 
At least they finished with points. For Logan, we do we do love you. We do. We're gonna become your biggest fans. We are your biggest fans. Yes. Top five highlights. Oh no, we've got no, worst no, crash. We've got worst crash. I think there's one unanimous decision for this. Lance Stroll in Singapore. That was that made me feel Mighty. sick. Yeah, that Not one was horrid. He came off the ground, he spun. Everything around the sort of safety pod in the car disintegrated. Yeah. And then not only that, as this is all happening, Oscar comes round the oh. turn. And when you see the clip of like the sort of overhead, yeah. you see how close he was. Like The whole thing was horrible. And then second to that would be Lando in Vegas. Yeah, that was Because that huge. just went on for miles. It did, but it was so quick at the same time. Like, it happened in the blink of an eye, but, like, it really was, like, he went far. Yeah, but Lance's one, that made me feel that, sick. Yeah, that was horrid, horrid to watch. And actually, it was quite good in this season then that there wasn't actually that many big crashes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It was a relatively safe season. Yeah. We'll say that. Now, top five favourite moments. What's your number one? Or are we starting at five? Five. Okay. <laughs> Mine is um, Belgian Elton John. <laughs> nice. For those of you who didn't tune in for the Belgian National Anthem, we talked about it in the podcast. We definitely did. It was what we can only describe as Belgian Elton John. It was yeah. my favourite anthem of the season. And he was wearing this cape that was like, I can't describe the size of it. It was huge. It was like the size of the coat of flag. Like it was yeah. Oh, it went for miles. Massive. Yeah. And there all these people like holding on to it. <laughs> Oh my god, it's just so funny. I've never enjoyed a national anthem so much. It was quite good. I'll give you that. It, it was, was like, good. it's the only one, or one of the only ones that stuck in my brain that was so funny to me. Yeah. My number five was every time Mick Schumacher was caught on the broadcast. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> that was my fifth favourite thing this season. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Joe, that was, it was pretty good. It was. And I like a little Mickey moment. Yeah, and he's having a wee glow up over the course of season two. He really two. has. Fun. Phenomenal. My number four is... Where's my number four? I have a joint number four. Ooh, okay. So my two number four ones are Esteban on the Monaco podium. Esty Bessie's on the podium, baby. Yeah, that was a goodie. That was a good moment. And Lando leading his laps at Silverstone. Yes. That was a good That moment. was really, really good. And the crowd roar. I mean, I knew people who were there and they said it, it was just amazing. Oh, I could only imagine. So that was my, my number four was joint. Okay, I'll take it. My number four was the boy with the ukulele at the Sao Paulo <laughs> Grand Prix at the National Anthem. <laughs> yeah. You laugh, but he carried that. He did. The girl who was supposed to be singing, she lost it. And this boy, he kept his cool and he sang and he smiled the whole way through. Yeah, they really should have just had him sing it. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, they next should have sacked her off. Yeah, get the ukulele boy back next he year. He was like seven as well. Yeah, he was young. Bless him. Very cute. Wee cute. Number three, Oscar Sprint win in Qatar. Very good. Phenomenal moment. Very, very good. What a season for Oscar. Oscar's it really was a good one. season is a highlight for me. Yeah, definitely. As, as a Piastri fan, it was... It couldn't have really gone any better. And, not that this is not for me, but this has, you know, been said in the universe. Best rookie season since Hamilton's. That's the word Ooh. on the street. That's what people are saying. Word on the street. So if the hype for Oscar wasn't already enough word on the this pet season, wall. the hype's even bigger going into next season. Exactly. Future world champion. Like, I've, I'm so sure of it. I can see it happening. I feel it in my bones. Yes, yeah, so true. They, to be fair, though, they did say that about Lando and he got stuck at McLaren forever, so... But it's, like, it's still on the cards for Lando. We can only hope. It's gonna come. One Fingers day. crossed. You know, when everyone else starts retiring. <laughs> oh, God. Lando's, like, 42 getting his first win. <laughs> my number three was actually Liam Lawson getting his points straight off the bat. Yeah. 
I think that that was like such a cool moment just to see a rookie come in and just like blast through it like that. I thought that was a good one. And he like a beloved rookie as well. Yeah, exactly. Love Liam no, Lawson. everyone loves Liam Lawson. He's got a YouTube channel now. I've been watching that. Oh my god, that's been keeping me together through exams. Yeah, no, it's Liam been really Lawson good. Daily vlogs. Like, yeah, oh, so good. It's like vlogmas. Got me back into watching YouTube videos again. Yeah, I love it. It's so good. Number two, Singapore. Okay. One of the <laughs> actually one of the best weekends of my life. Yes. So it was my 21st birthday and I kept joking. I was like, 21st birthday, going to bring the magic Ferrari win. Kind of hoping for a Charlotte win, but... And, we'll like, take and we'd come off the back of Monza where it was looking really good and we we're so close, but not quite. Yep. And then Singapore came round. I think it's my favourite track. Like, it just... <laughs> the whole weekend was just phenomenal. Love a night race. It wasn't even the Singapore we know and love as well because they shut part of the track off. It was just, and everything came together. It was like the perfect weekend for oh, Carlos. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a good feeling. And I, yeah, being surrounded by a lot of the people that I love and yeah. watching the race together and sharing that moment and then coming around and seeing you and then yeah. sharing that moment. Oh, it was, it was perfect. And now I've got the tattoo to remember it. So I will Unreal. remember that for the rest of my life. It was great. Yeah. What was yours? My number two was this being Lando's comeback year. Okay. Yeah. Because he's kind of trailed off. Mm. And you know what? We were all feeling bad for Lando. But here he is, on his way back. I'm glad that he's got some life back in him and that his motivation's gone up. I'm happy for him. And he's hot now. Sorry, that's like not anything it to do with that. It might not be but relevant, like, but it's relevant. He's just glowing up in all areas of his life. Yeah, exactly. There we go. And my number one, starting this podcast with you. Oh, stop. I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> I was writing that last night. I was like, Jazz, I love that. But it is. This is like. Oh, I'm tearing up. Part of what made this season so good is at the end of every race, or at least the second half of the season, because we didn't do this in the first half, but sitting down and doing this. Oh, God, don't cry. I can't cry again today. <laughs> it's been an emotional day for Jess. It's just, this is the end. Oh, Jess. I take it back. <laughs> don't take it back. <laughs> <laughs> that's just so nice so this is, that's my season highlight Aww. doing this and I'm so excited to carry on and then do next season as well from the top it has been so good doing this and it's been so like great watching you fall in love with this sport and we've only improved I'd say as we've done this like we've learned a lot like I get there with the video but the audio editing and like the media stuff and then that sprouting into me doing TikTok and making the friends that I have and like all of that. It's and it's been this. so great watching you achieve all of this stuff. Finally have a passion. Yes. Get me out of uni. <laughs> so great. So yeah, that was my heart. Well, my number one shit now. It's <laughs> fucking Carlos winning in Singapore. <laughs> Whatever, it's shit. Word. We'll move on. I'm sorry, I've just slagged you off. <laughs> But I love you, Carlos, and I'm so proud of you. That one was brilliant. Yeah. I but will... that was shit now in comparison. That was such a special weekend and amongst the Max dominance. Yeah. Oh, it was so brilliant. Like, I, I think about that so often. Yeah, Roman like, Empire. all the time. Yeah, literally. Because, like, he's the only non-Red Bull to have won. Unreal. Put some respect on my man, Oscar's Unreal. name. Unreal. Well, that was a sprint. Still a race. <laughs> Still <good. laughs> Actually, I just thought of something else that random popped into my head about Charlotte being underrated for this season. Mm -hmm. The only driver, this is the, the stat, you okay. might cry me on this, but this is a stat. The only driver to perform overtakes on Max 
this season. Like successful overtakes. Where's yeah, Charles? That's true. Just saying. <laughs> just wanted to add that into the fact that Yeah. We'll saying, take it. Just saying, Charles. We'll take it. But that's like everything we have. That's, that's I don't want to end this like I know because this is our little best of Christmas special. Actually we maybe should mention what we're drinking. Oh yeah, we've got a bit of Lewis Hamlin Almave. It's uh, it's not for me. Um it really tastes and smells like tequila though. It smells foul. Like I don't like tequila. It's no, just, it smelled like open a bottle of tequila, this is what it's And it's non alcoholic, like. which is yeah, why I bought no it. Yeah, No alcohol in um, it. I just I think if I make it into a margarita, this is now the second time I've tried it. Yeah. I've tried it straight and I've tried it with lemonade in it. I think if I was to make it into a margarita, I might like it more. For sure. I think this in a margarita I think that would be needs great. to be, I think it needs the salt, I think it needs the lime, I yeah. think that's what we're missing. So that's what I'm going to do Because it's Christmas. good with the lemonade, don't get me wrong. And I've had a reaction video of me trying this for the first time with Alice, and I want to add in the clip of you trying it. Yep. Recorded for the longest time. TikTok, <laughs> TikTok won't let me post it, because it breaches community guidelines, because TikTok thinks it's an ad. And it's not an ad. We're it's, not sponsored. I we'll wish. We'll make that expressively clear. Lewis I, Hamilton has not sponsored us. I wish Lewis Hamilton was sponsoring us. <laughs> I wish. I, but I spent my own money on this bottle. <laughs> and TikTok are like, no. And I'm in a fight with fucking customer service over this. I'm like, listen. So TikTok, put the video back up, please. Because now if they put it up, it's going to be buried underneath all my current videos. We're going to have to repost. So I need to try and figure this out. Yeah. But clearly my, my editing or my presenting of this video is so, so good. It's just too good. That it looks like it's an actual ad, despite Facts. it being in like 360p quality. Yeah, never mind. So I'm upset. Just on a tangent, TikTok got beef. Well. Wow. End of the season. End of the season. We'll have some, some bonuses. We're going to do some pre-season yeah. predictions. And a little like starter kit to f1 for those of you who are not too well versed yeah because we know we've got well, there's going to be people getting into it for the first time yeah, but exactly. also some of our lovely friends who are supportive for the podcast yeah have no idea what we're talking about exactly or even if you do know what we're talking a about bit of you a might refresh. need a recap yeah a little refresh going into the season you might not know the intricate details so we're gonna exactly give, give it you... a good go yeah oh well that's it well, Merry Christmas, yeah, Happy Merry Holidays, Christmas. if you're not a Christmas celebrator, and if you're not a holiday goer, I just hope you have a great week. Yeah. Enjoy some time off, yeah. whatever you're doing. Enjoy some time off, have a fun time. God, this is so sad. I can't believe this is the last episode of season one. I know, I'm acting like we're not going to like record an episode in like two weeks, but like... Yeah, <sighs> never mind. <laughs> so emotional about it. I'm going to cry editing it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I've already cried filming, so... <laughs> That's how good it's going. Well, well there you go. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Season one. Do we cheers? Oh, yeah. Bottom. Yeah. That was good. Satisfying. <laughs>